Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo January 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Virgo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Virgo placement you watch for, this is for you. It is so important to know that we are so much more than our sun sign, although we can see a lot through sun sign astrology through watching horoscope for your sun. You've got a whole wealth of other pieces of your complexity of your being in the rest of your chart. So if you go deeper, whatever your Virgo placement, what we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. I'm calling the theme of this month, Faith, Fate Chooses You. And we'll talk about why. If you're a very late degree Virgo friend, so birthday around September 15th through the rest of the sign, or if you have a Virgo placement around 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you watch my Libra report. You very late degree friends will benefit from both the Virgo and Libra reports. We have a lot of things to discuss for this month and new year. First of all, happy new year. Um, but first, I want to just dive right into the title that I have for you, because I'm sure you're curious what we're talking about here with fates. So let's talk about the cycle of the transiting north and south nodes. Okay, so the north node energy is our areas of highest expression in this lifetime. And the south node energies are showing are karmic points, either for better or worse, something karmically that you brought in to this lifetime, like say a hidden talent or just something you're really good at, or let's say a block, a challenge, you know, something that doesn't feel quite right that you're having to work through. All of these energies since the end of 2021 and going till the end of 2023 are making this favorable angle for you. So what we're talking about here is a long-term Thing going on, but it's very, very active from the recent eclipses, which were really September, October, November into December, we had the activation of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. So the nodes are always um, in the same signs that the eclipse cycle is in. And so you see this favorable angle and most favorable angle in all of astrology is the trine and the North Node area of highest expression this lifetime for all of this period of time is making this nice angle to your fellow earth sign. Even with the karmic energy being cleared in another nice angle, a 60 degree angle. So you're stepping out of a time of the heat of eclipse season, which is kind of a good thing. So January and February are not in that active time of just sometimes stressful, sometimes welcome change, but there's integration that's going on here in a long-term way that's being further reiterated by all of these earth planets, so all these Taurus placements, and all of these Capricorn placements, which are also making a trine, okay? So there's a tie-in here to the activation of your highest expression this lifetime and the clearing of karma that is a long-term storyline that's in a very favorable angle for you. And since we've got so much earth energy at this time, you're just getting activated like crazy. And this fifth house, well, I was talking about hidden gifts, activation of hidden gifts and activation of positive karma as well. And that is getting further reiterated by all of these Capricorn placements in your house of creative expression, children, romance. So you're sitting here with a lot of very faded types of energies coming to you. Here's Pluto very long-term transit of Pluto through fellow Earth sign, really activating these storylines of what is it that you're good at? Maybe it's some more things that you don't even know that you're good at. This is really lending itself to a short-term and long-term experience of experimentation to 
just take a chance to take a class or if you're drawn to something or if someone suggests to you, hey, why don't you join me at this, whatever it is. There's this strong karmic um, faded energy that's tying in with all this water energy here. And then plus we've got this full moon at 16 degrees of Cancer on January 6th. All this water energy is also in a beautiful aspect for you, okay? So it's like a full holistic activation going on here of very faded experiences and people coming into your life. This is the seventh house of relationships. You've got Jupiter, very active and rowdy now through your other house of relationships. And really, a lot of these secondary relationship houses are being activated by these beautiful aspects. So the water energy is activating your friends and your acquaintances and your groups and, and you within a group, you lending your creative energies to something greater and you finding the things that really bring you joy and that are beyond the mundane, you know, just things art for art's sake, creativity for creativity's sake. But because of all of these uh, earth energies and just how Virgo naturally is, you're finding ways of taking your gifts, finding new gifts and applying them to practical daily systems to improve your life through the efforts of your creative spirit. And all of this is taking place under this beautiful umbrella of relationships factoring in in very important ways that have to do with fate. And you will feel this, you know, like, wow, you met this person for a reason. You had this experience for a reason. The synchronicities are going to be very loud this month. And the activation of you working with other people and other people showing up for you and you showing up for them in even deeper, more fulfilling ways is part of this equation as well. Some other layers to the energies that are being activated with this nice angle for you has to do with adventure. Responding to the call of adventure, whether it's through education, whether it's through travel, whether it's through higher spiritual learning, there's something very prominent, including this nice trine here, that has to do with you answering that quest for adventure and you responding to the call to dive deeper and broader into things that bring you great joy. We could throw in there the energy of faded places as well, since the energy of, of travel and long distance connections, you might find that some place is really calling to you. Like there's something there for you, whether it's through trips or whether it's through moving or work opportunities, there's something that is coming up through conversations. You're all of a sudden you're watching a show and this area of the world is lit up. There's for many of you, you're going to have the land speaking to you from different locations and those locations actually having something for you, whether it's virtually or through direct travel. And this also could be languages or deep learning about a culture. Something else fun to know is that we have a good bit more sweet aspects compared to the salty aspects this month. Of course, there are always going to be those bumps and you will feel them this month, but there's a predominance of sweet energy that will be lighting up the month with wonderful possibilities. All right, so let's look at my little timeline here. This is a hybrid month where the retrograde energies that have been our norm since September of 2022 are really starting to shift. This is the critical period that between the unhinging of the retrograde profile and the opening up of 
wide open stars. Like every planet that we look at, typically look at in Western astrology is actually going to move direct as of this month. And so we've got a little timeline here as to what's happening. So Mar on January 12th, Mars is waking up. Mars, the ruler of our oomph, our zest, our ambitions, our energies, our energy levels, and how we use our energy is waking up as of January 12th. Now, it's not going to be until March 16th that Mars is completely wakey-wakey, okay, meaning fully clear of its hangover of the retrograde. But you'll notice with every day as we get closer to January 12th, your ambitions, your, you know, goal setting, your feeling like you can do things, your bigger visions, your expanded viewpoints, all of this is going to be waking up as this time goes on. Here are the cogs in the wheel. January 18th, Mercury is going to go direct. It's going to take until February 7th for Mercury's post-shadow transit period to clear. But you can kind of see what's happening here and, and feel it in the month. We're waking from a deep slumber into this new year, which will feel very much like a new year especially as the month goes on. Because of all the karma that was cleared by all of this, um, you know, eclipse energy from September into December in the relationships, with money, there's, you know, with your communication, with your education topics, there are a lot of factors here that really kind of brought up some things for you and clear them out. Maybe some opportunities came, maybe some unwelcome things came, but either way, you're being opened up for brand new experiences. And as these energies open up, then Uranus will go direct um, around the 21st. And so then we have these wide open stars. Okay, so even though the, the post-shadow period for Mars doesn't adjust until March 16th, every day we move through January, especially then opening to February into March, you will feel brand new crystal clarity and you'll be feeling that as the month of January goes on. That's the transition point, and it just keeps getting more and more open from there. It's very rare for the planet, all the planets that we look at in Western astrology typically to be all going direct, and that is going to happen as of this month. You will be feeling this. This is the time I've been promising you as we have been deep into retrograde where we've been, you know, basically just looking at my little grid here. September, in, all the way through into January, has been really much about being the spider, and sitting in your web and waiting for what opportunities come to you. And then eating whatever comes to your web. Dealing with com what comes up, clearing out clutter. You know, when as January wears on, you're seeing these things are getting wrapped up. Leaving yourself unscheduled for last minute magic, research, wrapping up loose ends, confusion. Not really seeing many steps ahead of you or being able to, to plan in some ways. And honoring the flow without forcing things. Okay, but now as the month moves on, we're shifting from that phase into the direct phase of the launches, the big decisions, the agreements, you know, big investments, not to say you can't invest at any other time of the year, but just having clarity about these things, moves, brand new projects, clarity, future planning, pushing and initiating things. So you're, you'll see this shift that's happening this month into the active you know, write your message in a bottle, throw it from the, you know, into the waters because the tides are going to start going out. Culminating, you can see I have this this on an angle here to, to mean like a crescendo. So March 16th through April 7th, we've got this crescendo in the form of no personal planets being retrograde at all. It's very rare this year as well, like we had last year, 
it's a year full of personal planet retrograde energy, which means that we've got a lot of inward, backward, working back over old ground, trying different things, beta, experimenting, you know. And so your big pushes for your big decisions and the things you want to have the most oomph, March 16th through April 7th, you've got this wide open period that's, you know, the widest open as these energies open up. But that's not your only good time frame. You can see that there's, you know, as of the end of January with every day we move through February and March into the beginning of April, you've got amazing opportunities for a clean slate, brand new energy, new starts, truly new things. You know, when we're in retrograde time, it's some new things are happening and new things are going on, but there's this tilt to the past. You know, there's like, okay, this is a new version of this. This is an edited version of this. This is a redo of this. This isn't, you know, bringing this back around. There's just this strong tilt to the past. And now we're opening up into this time where really just the brand new energies are, are so much so that I can barely even explain them. Okay. They're just so intense and rare. This month is going to be full of opportunities of the stars basically speaking your language. As I said, with all this earth energy, it's basically that the stars are speaking your language, practicality, things that make sense, organization, you know, focusing on the, the mundane things, the things every day that have to be dealt with. And then there's going to be this gigantic dose of intuition and emotion and creativity. And all of this is in favorable angles for you. And again, speaking your language, water and earth get along really well. Then you've got Jupiter moving forward, and from now until May, and really December when it, or um, November when it, when Jupiter went direct, through May when it will blaze through this energy of Aries, you're going to have this spree of expansion in your finances, especially in other people's money. The chances for you to win money, have people give you money, government, taxes, debt, all positive things in those arenas. Sometimes there has to be a little ruckus first, and then you have to clear it up. Jupiter sometimes makes things worse. So let's say you've got this credit problem or this debt problem or this tax issue that's been burdening you. Sometimes with Jupiter moving forward, it might come to a head, but along with revealing the problem can also reveal the solution. So you know, if you need something, if you need to borrow money, if you need to rectify something in your financial realm, spousal money, um, business money, capital investing, family money, Jupiter is going to be blazing forward. And if there were ever a time, I definitely don't advocate gambling because it can be very destructive and can be very addictive. But if you buy a little lotto ticket now and again, and you can afford that and it's not throwing you off or some other way, I've told this story before with Jupiter in the eighth house, but I want to bring it back around because it's kind of a big, big, good one. Back in the days when I was doing live readings in person with people in my community, I was, I met this woman at this holiday event and we really hit it off and we were chatting and she came over um, to my house and did a reading and she said, oh, I have a question. You know, we were actually going to be done with the reading and she said, I have one more question. I have done this sweepstakes every year. This is going to be my 10th year. And the winnings are a million dollars, but the entry fee is kind of expensive. And I was thinking, ah, I think I'm kind of done with it. You know, you have anything to convince me otherwise. And at that time, she had Jupiter going into the eighth house and it was going to hit off some things in her eighth house as well. And I said, if there were ever a time to stop doing that sweepstakes, it would not be now. 
Do not let it be now because your chance to win big, you know, these are, when we look at astrological potentials, they are potentials, you know, so that's what we're looking at when we're looking at astrology. It's a potential, not necessarily a manifestation. But I said the potentials are very strong, kind of like with meteorology, with the weather, 90% chance of rain. Sometimes it doesn't rain, even though there was a 90% chance. Sometimes there's a 20% chance and it rains. We're talking about statistics, like probabilities here. So I said, no, absolutely. I would not stop doing a sweepstakes when Jupiter is transiting this house. So then I didn't see her for a little while and I was walking in the, in the area and I saw her and she said, guess what? Remember how you told me this isn't the year to not do the sweepstakes? Well, I took your advice. I went to the sweepstakes and I won one million dollars. <laughs> isn't that awesome? And Jupiter was moving through her eighth house. So I'm not saying that you're going to win a million dollars or that you're going to win any money at all. But if there ever were a time where that the odds were more likely, it would be now, especially into May for everybody. And even those of you who are later degree friends, so we'll say like the September born Virgos, that energy will linger even beyond May. And I think that's pretty exciting. Okay, so I've given you a lot of info about the, the years, kind of the flow of the astrological cycles through around April. If you want this sort of diagram with understanding the open periods and the retrogrades and the storylines for the whole rest of 2023, go to com. You can sign up for my exclusive content portal. And in there, I have my 2023 astrological tides forecast where you can get a look ahead into the rhythms of the rest of the year. If you're trying to plan your important things and just understanding those tides. So as I alluded to before, January 6th, you're going to have a full moon in Cancer. So the first week of the month, look for fullness, completion, fruition, possibly drama, but this isn't a nice angle for you. So hopefully it will be sweet for things in family and home and investing in real estate. And this also can bring something to a crescendo in your friends, groups, social media, social circles, community projects, arenas. So just kind of be on the lookout for that. Since that's in a nice angle for you, like I said, any Virgo placement can get kisses, but those of you between say 11 and 21 degrees, closer to 16 degrees, the more of a chance you'll get a big kiss from that uh, full moon in Cancer. And so that's basically like September 1st through 11th and the closer to around the 6th, you get the bigger kiss. In the days around January 21st, we have Chinese New Year and the new moon in Aquarius, and that's going to be very early at one degree. And so for you, this is activating new beginnings in your health sector and managing stress in your daily organization in your systems with your pets, in your work life experience, the things you do every day. So there's a chance for some really nice new patterns to begin there. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn astrology, go to beastropro.com beastropro.com and see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I can take you from ground level or whatever level you're at to earning money as an astrologer in a very short amount of time. That is my area of expertise. So go to beastropro.com. If you want to see my other astrology course, my beginner course, or some free courses on how to unleash your money magnet and wellness, go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E-life.com. At Annie 
the letter B, astrology, so AnnieBAstrology.com, you can see my exclusive content portal, and you can see my 2023 Astrological Tides Guide that you can make all your planning for 2023 with this guide with all the open windows free from personal planet retrogrades and so much more. If you think I am excessive with all of the free offerings I give you every month, then you should see what I put in that portal. Do it yourself things for learning how to read your natal chart, etc. So go to AnnieBAstrology.com and see my exclusive content portal. If you want a list of free things, all my blog sites, all the other things that I do, my 28-day virtual coaching program, accessing that, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and see all the free goodies I have for you. And if you like books, put my name, Annie Botticelli, on Amazon. You'll find my three books there and also my podcast, which is syndicated, which you may be listening to right now, or you might be watching the YouTube version of it, but you'll find my Astro Kisses podcast on Amazon as well. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.